Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. At 7. Breaking news, a medical services plane crashes in Nevada, killing all on board. What we know about the investigation just underway. Body discovery officials spot a deceased man hundreds of feet down a Kauai cliff. It's connection to a days-long murder investigation. Aloha, good morning. Thanks for joining us on Sunrise Weekends this Saturday. I'm Annalisa Burgos. I'm Billy V. Welcome to February 25th, uh, 2023. Let's go ahead and take a, I don't know if we're going to be able to take a look outside. Uh, although the sun is kind of playing peekaboo with the clouds, it's actually looking to be a good day. So if you're going to be going outside, here's your first alert weather for you. Uh, strong and breezy trade winds for all islands. East northeasterly 15 to 30 miles per hour. It's going to be pretty consistent. It's going to be like that today, tomorrow and all the way in through the middle of next week. Also, uh, we have numerous showers coming through. So we got trade wind weather, so that's going to be nice. A windward and Malka showers, and there's going to be enough breeze where that uh, showers will drift leeward at times. So that's good because that'll keep things also a little bit more green and stay away from the drought status over on the west sides of the island. Uh, we've got a high surf advisory in effect for the east-facing shores of all Hawaiian islands and also a small craft advisory. So check with your boat captain if you're going to be going out to a charter today. Let's Check your traffic real quickly here. No stalls, no accidents. As a matter of fact, Pearl City's looking good. If you're coming on the freeway, uh, anywhere right now on the major thoroughfares, there's nothing to slow you down. It's looking good. If we take a look at the flow map real quickly, uh, we'll find that we have all green on the flow map. So that's really good news. As you are making your way, there are various activities going on in which you might jump out onto the road. We'll tell you all about them as we go through sunrise weekends this morning. Let's get you back over to the desk. Top stories of the morning with Annalisa Burgos. Thank you, Billy. Well, back to that breaking news overnight from Nevada where a medical services plane crashed, killing all five people on board. It happened just after 9 p.m. local time, about 25 miles southeast of Reno. The flight's operators, Care Flight, say the plane involved is a PC-12 fixed wing aircraft. The victims are the plane's pilot, a paramedic, a nurse, a patient, and the patient's family member. It's not yet known what caused the crash. And of course, it comes just over two months from a similar tragedy off Maui when a Hawaii Life Flight Air Ambulance went down in the Pacific shortly after taking off from Kahului. Three were killed in that crash. Well, here at home, the search for Kauai homicide suspect Cody Gardner appears to be over. Authorities believe they found the body of the 22-year-old who was accused of killing his father, 52-year-old Kalei Gardner, with a spear gun last week. Multiple agencies had been scouring the area, including by air. The body was spotted hundreds of feet down a cliff in Kokei. We believe that he fell from height and... Um... It's a, in a very remote area, very hard to get to. Uh, the weather has been really challenging too with the wind, the rain, and the cloudy conditions. Authorities are waiting for favorable weather conditions to retrieve the body. Gardner's family told police he suffered from mental illness. Hawaii County Police say they've identified a body discovered in Hilo Bay as that of 59-year-old David McManus of Waikoloa. Firefighters retrieved his body in the water about 200 yards offshore amidst heavy rains Thursday afternoon. Foul play isn't currently suspected. An autopsy will determine the exact cause of death. 
Also on Hawaii Island, a family is offering a reward for help finding a man who disappeared over a month ago. 76-year-old William Bishop Sr., a painter and sculptor, left his home in Hawaiian Paradise Park on January 22nd. And since then, police say there have been no reported sightings of Bishop or his car, a silver Toyota Corolla. Bishop has not been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, so family members don't believe he wandered off. It would just be so unusual and so unlike Dad to leave on his own, without his phone, without his identification. It is very unusual for a month to pass in a case like this and for us not to have any um, you know, reported sightings of, of the person or the vehicle. Hawaii PD has opened an endangered missing person case. The family did not disclose the amount of the reward. If you can help, call Hawaii County Police. On Oahu, dozens of people rallied at the state capitol as a sign of support for Ukraine. Yesterday's event marked the one-year anniversary of the start of Russia's invasion. Organizers say they wanted to show support for the war-torn country and the Ukrainian community in Hawaii. Coming up in minutes, we'll speak with an international analyst on the Ukraine war and where it's left the state of U.S.-Russia relations. Well, sunny California has been decidedly less so in the past few days as snow has replaced the sunshine in many places. Millions are getting a crash course in winter weather. Bradley Blackburn has more. This is what it looks like in usually sunny Southern California, near whiteout conditions north of Los Angeles, with residents caught off guard. We don't get this ever, so this is terrific. You don't have a winter hat? Uh, no. Well, she's got my winter hat right now. It's snowing. It's my first time. It is the first time some parts of California have ever dealt with blizzard conditions. Stay CBS's Carter Evans reporting from the middle of I-5. The road is shut down right now. Normally, it's one of the state's busiest arteries. So this is an unusual sight. Not a single car for miles. Slick conditions were a danger to drivers who did hit the roads. And I went off into the ravine and had to get pulled out. And the snow and heavy rain left 100,000 Californians without power. There's no heat. The house is really, really cold. Tough weather stretched into Oregon, where Portland saw nearly a foot of snow this week. And in the Midwest, they're still dealing with the storm that cut power to some 700,000 people in Michigan and even froze parts of Minnesota in place, unless you had a sled. Is it nice out here? It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So many across the country making the most of a winter blast. Bradley Blackburn, CBS News. All right, Bradley, thank you very much. Let's go ahead and take a look at your first alert weather. Once again, the winds are up, and that's the reason why that uh, it's going to be nice and cool, and we're going to have trade wind weather. 84 degrees, your daytime high for Kahului, 83 for Honolulu. And once again, we'll see numerous showers. Windward and Monco showers drifting leeward at times. Those winds are going to be 15 to 30-plus miles per hour. Let's go ahead and take a look at Kilauea right now. You can see some particulate as the rain falls over on the Halimauma'u crater. Let's go ahead and take a look at Hilo for the next 
next 12 hours. So 71 degrees right now with those winds easterly at 13 miles per hour. Everyone pretty much in double digits just about. And as we go through uh, our the next uh, 12 hours, you can see uh, 9 a.m., 11 a.m. It's pretty much northerly wind, so it's going to keep things nice and cool. But we do have the showers, so that's going to continue. And that's going to be the what's going to happen for most of the islands. Windward and Malco showers drifting leeward at times. Let's go ahead and get you back over to the desk and Annalisa. Thank you, Billy V. Now we are talking about the one year anniversary since Russia invaded Ukraine. Coming up, we'll talk about sanctions and in Chinese involvement with an analyst about the latest developments in that conflict. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. is Hawaii News Now Sunrise. Welcome back. The time now, 7.11 a.m. Yesterday marked one year since the Russia's invasion of Ukraine, sparking a war with wide-felt global impacts. For a look at the year of conflict and where it has left the state of Russia-U.S. relations, we're joined now by analyst Chris Keel of Armada Corporate Intelligence. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. Well, we saw President Biden's recent visit. Now China proposing a peace plan. What do you make of all of this at this point? Yeah, we're looking at a very long, drawn-out war. There's no real impetus for either Russia or Ukraine to back away. So the powers that be, basically us, the Europeans, and to a degree the Chinese, are trying to figure out if there's any sort of way to bring this to a conclusion. It won't be a simple one and it won't be an easy one. We're probably looking at some kind of long-standing negotiated peace, but it could be a year or two off, depending on how these two countries continue to comport themselves. Well, and of course, like we mentioned, uh, China's trying to uh, serve as a negotiator at this point. And at the same time, there's a lot of uh, discussion about U.S.-China relations also involved in this. Uh, what do you make about the drones and other equipment potentially coming from China into Russia? Yeah, China does not make a good negotiator as far as this is concerned because they've been very much on the side of the Russians from the very beginning. And a lot of our involvement in Ukraine is somewhat somewhat aimed at China. We're trying to basically prove that we are in these things for the long haul. We know that China has been threatening Taiwan. We know that China has been backing North Korea, who has threatened everybody. So we're, in a sense, sending a message by staying engaged with Ukraine, saying, if you, China, decide to become a problem in Asia with Taiwan or North Korea, we're going to react to you the same way we've been reacting to Russia. So this is really world politics right now with everyone focused on the Ukraine war almost as a symbol and almost as a declaration of where we stand as far as our allies are concerned. Japan is watching what we do. Taiwan is watching what we do. The Europeans are watching. Australia is watching. It has lots of implications for the entire region. Yeah, geopolitical uh, jockeying, as you would say. You know, the U.S. committed some $70 billion in aid already, and uh, Ukraine now asking for fighter jets. What do you make of our additional involvement in terms of money? This is very costly. Yeah, it has been very costly, but if we think about what the cost would be if we weren't helping Ukraine, our trade relations would suffer. Allies would become very much suspicious of U.S. intent. 
We have been so far in a position to not put troops at risk. We're not putting personnel at risk. We are basically supplying them with weapons. The Ukrainians are doing the dying. We're giving the weapons to defend themselves. The Europeans have contributed a similar amount of money. And there's even been money coming in from parts of the world that you wouldn't think would have an interest in Ukraine. Australia has sent money. Uh, there's been money even coming in from Japan. People understand the global implications of not standing up to a tyrant like Putin. I mean, Putin is the dictator. He wouldn't stop at Ukraine. If we did not support the Ukrainians, Putin would simply decide that, well, now I can take the Baltic states. Maybe I can take mm -hmm. back Poland. Maybe I can take the rest of Europe. The man is a megalomaniac and well, has Chris, to be stopped one way or the other. Yeah, and speaking of which, you know, U.S.-Russia relations have already been pretty cold at this point. But what will this mean going forward? We did hear from Putin, as you mentioned. He gave that very strong speech recently. Uh, we have no relationship with Russia now at all. Uh, we never did have much of one. We don't trade with them much. Uh, we've never had much in the way of connections. Europeans have had a lot more interaction, a lot more investment. They're a lot more dependent on, on Russia. We have not been. But these relations are ice, ice cold. Um, it will be it would have to be the demise of the Putin government before the U.S. even began to entertain working with Russia in any capacity. All right. Well, we appreciate you giving us this insight. Chris Keel there of Armada Corporate Intelligence joining us this morning. Aloha to you. Thank you. All right. The time now, 7.15 a.m. As we head to break, a look at the sunrise over Honolulu. We'll be right back. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.